Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You've lived your entire life being punished for being a man. In school, your female teachers belittled you and put you in detention and shouted at you for acting exactly how a boy should. And then in the real world, your Jeffrey boss acts in the exact same way. The Jeffreys and the Jessicas of the world will punish you for being a man. Never apologize. The ultimate man, Adonis, never apologizes for being a man. He claims his birthright with full confidence, as should you. It is interesting that we all had a very similar upbringing. Even for the guys who were from a completely different country, we all went through school and we were punished for being boys. Boys are supposed to be adventurous, playful, physical, loud, competitive. Do you remember when you had those masculine traits inside of you and they were punished? The natural masculine part of you has literally been stomped out by school the feminine narrative. Now we have like this, this epidemic, this, this huge problem of young men who aren't men. And we feel like shit because of that. We feel like shit because of that. Because think of the consequences of this. You're raised in this like feminine way. You're raised in this way where you have to apologize for being a boy. You hit your teenage years and then you're again raised in a way where you have to apologize for being male, for being pumped full of testosterone through puberty. You're told all of these lessons like don't look at girls, don't do this. You're just confused. And I think you can remember those times as a teenager, as a young boy that you were confused because you had this innate, natural, normal part of you that was being punished and you were told okay do this thing that feels unnatural you grow up to be a young man who feels so utterly directionless demasculated too way too feminine and i think worst of all <sighs> you listen to their advice you did exactly what they told you to do so you ended up being feminine you, you listen to everything that they said and now your life stinks because of it now you're not happy. Now you're looking at those guys who didn't fail this shit test. You're looking at the guys who, who passed this test. So imagine from the moment you're born, you're, you're tested. Your masculinity is tested. And the majority of us failed that test. But there was those special few boys, probably like naturally high testosterone or something to do with like mindset, or whatever, how their fathers raised them. They didn't fail that test. Those boys were told to sit still 
and they laughed at the teacher. They were told not to swear and then they swore at the teacher. They stayed masculine even amongst the tests of the feminine narrative of school, of the female teachers that we all went through. And then guys like us kind of looked towards those like natural men, those like natural chads. And we're jealous. We wish we lived a life like that, but we failed that test. And so now there is a new movement, which I'm very excited to see, which is ours. And it's about young men reclaiming their masculinity, unapologetically reclaiming our masculinity. When you take a step into becoming more of a man, into becoming more masculine, you truly, like if you've made progress in this, you truly know like it feels right. It feels like your, your chakras, I don't know what the fuck that means, but your chakras are being aligned. It feels like you're now living life how you should. That's very interesting, isn't it? Because one time I journaled and I really asked myself this question. I asked, is trying to become more masculine authentic? There's a phrase which says like, you can't do this if you can do that. So is it authentic to want to become more masculine? Because by wanting to become something that shows that you are not it naturally but then we also have this argument that we would be more masculine if we weren't conditioned not to be so perhaps it is actually more natural and more authentic for us to actually try to be something that we're not currently does that make sense so us trying to be more masculine is actually authentic because we would be more masculine naturally if we didn't go through these processes that have like belittled the masculine energy inside of us i don't spend too much time on on social media i don't think it's good for you i post and then i, I get the fuck off the platform same with youtube there's like one guy that comes to mind on youtube who i watch his youtube channel name is first man it's the one guy i watch and on instagram i have a couple of friends who like i follow who i post and i have like people who i message but I post my picture on Instagram, then I close the app. And I think that's the best way to be, be a creator, not a consumer. But having said that, I still end up seeing, you know, like drama and you see those posts where like, oh, it's like a girl on TikTok and she said this, she said something like mean about guys and then some, some guys said something mean about girls. And it, it's a big mind fuck, but my general understanding of it, which I'm sure that you've probably reached this understanding is like, that there is like a modern punishment a belittling of the masculine. The modern world is forgetting how important masculine energy is. The modern world is forgetting how important men are. They will be rudely awakened to the importance of men when the hard times do hit. I don't really like Fresh and Fit. So Fresh and Fit are kind of like these like red pill alpha male podcasters. I've watched like a bunch of their podcasts and they are somewhat in my space because you know they make videos for young men and essentially they like they bring women on and sometimes like guys like high value men and then they just kind of have like a big discussion and they kind of like make fun of the women and they say like no see you're a slut and like oh like but I'm I'm not a slut because the key can open lots of locks but the locks can't you know that type of shit right. And um, some of the message is pretty good. I don't really agree with like a lot of the shit that they say, but there's a video that they have, which is something to do with like these strong women act fully, fully just fearful when someone breaks in. So I don't know if it's staged or not, but let's just pretend it's not. There's a bunch of like strong independent women in their podcast studio. And then some random guy breaks into their studio and straight away you see the men of the podcast. You see them, t the men take action straight away. I think like the main host grabs a fucking gun and they're like, they're fully shouting at the guy telling them to get, get the fuck out of their studio and everything. Whilst all the women are sat there like just panicky, like trying to like, you know, make the, the audience laugh and talk about like memes or some shit. And so it's very interesting to see that there's a bunch of strong independent women who don't need no man. And then as soon as there is an emergency, as soon as there is like, some kind of chaos that's when the men go and fix the problem and the women just stay sat there and i know that that sounds very sexist but that's what happened in this instance and the truth is that we can all admit even though there's a few people 
watching this who think that this is like sexist and misogynist and they, oh wait, Hamza hates women. Oh my God, Hamza hates women. But it's like, you can visualize any scenario where this is the case. You can visualize the scenario of some kind of emergency, of some hard time, of some, some danger. And 99 times out of 100, it's gonna be a man, a strong man who saves the day. And so you're watching this right now, you're a young man. You need to decide how you wanna live your life because you have inside of you masculine energy that hasn't been topped up, that hasn't been revitalized, that hasn't been like grown because of the way that you're living, because you're still, trust me, like you're gonna think I'm talking about someone else. You're gonna think that this video is for like, you know, the, the beta male soy boys or something, it's for you. You're watching this video right now, you're on self-improvement, you watched a bunch of my videos, you like the, the, the idea of leveling up as a man and reaching a good level of success. Trust me when I say you are still held back by your lack of masculine energy. And also because you have this, this feeling that living out your masculine energy is a bad thing that you should apologize for. So what will the, the natural masculine energy inside of you make you do? What's some like weird things which other people would apologize for, other people, other men would not act out on. The first that comes to mind right now is competing and comparing against others. Because you have heard this, I guarantee you've heard this so much and I can also guess that you've said this same fucking lie, this bullshit, so many times. I can't believe how popular this lie is, which a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm not comparing myself against anyone else. Don't compare yourself to others. Everyone says that, don't they? Now you're getting confused because you're like, wait, wait, is Hamza going to say to Bro, yes. Yes. It's an absolute normal part of masculine man life to compare yourself to the man next to you. It's a completely normal and even healthy thing to do. We, of course, we compare and we compete against the man who's, just, who's next to us. But you're belittled if you talk about this. Like We compare ourselves to other men. We're supposed to. We always have. We always have done that because we need to know where we fit in the social hierarchy. We need to see a guy who's worse than us and have like a feeling of like gratitude that we're doing well. We need to see a guy who's doing better than us and have this feeling of like a little bit of like agitation to think no i want to get onto that level that's completely a normal part of man life but all i see from every single intellectual person these days is like oh don't compete with other people don't compare yourself to others i just compare i just compete with myself shut the fuck up what fucking race have you ever seen in the olympics what race have you ever seen in any kind of sport where it's just one guy comparing against himself how interesting would that be oh i'm gonna try and like shut the fuck up i see this so much you need to be told it is absolutely normal for you to see another man. This is going to seem crazy right now. For you to see another man and inside of your mind think, I want to do better than him. You see me on this camera screen and you want to be a YouTuber. Think to yourself, I want to be better than Hamza. I can get more subscribers than this guy. That's how you need to be living your life. Now, that doesn't mean to be an insulting, offensive person. That doesn't mean to hurt the person that you're competing with. But we are born, we like men are sculpted through competition. There's a reason why we work hard. Think about the knights and the warriors and the barbarians hundreds, thousands of years ago. There's always like an image in my mind, maybe it's from like some movie or something, but it's like the way that a knight would speak to a lady he's seen, you know, like he's seen like a beautiful fair maiden or some shit. And he's gonna go over there, like get on one knee and say like, you know, I will do anything for you. And it's like that scene is like blue pill cringe these days, isn't it? To say to a woman like, oh, you know, you're, you're so beautiful. Like I would commit my lives of course it's like that's kind of weird and stuff but back then when men were actually men they would risk their lives to attract the woman that they wanted and by doing that guess what guess that attractive fair maiden she's got four guys doing the exact same thing and that prince that knight knew that and so in his mind he would think okay i have to compete against this other guy in this like joust or some shit to win the love of the lady that he wanted men knew this we're so weak and so timid that we're not allowed to speak like this anymore to say like yep when you do well Maybe no one's ever said this to you. When you do well, you steal women from another man. 
No one has ever said this to you before. No one likes talking about life this way, but when you do well, you steal women, success, money, fame, clout from another man. He would have gotten it if you didn't do as well. No one, you can see now why people don't talk about competition and comparing yourself to others. No one wants to talk about this. Never apologize for that. If you do well, if you take the money, fame, clout that someone else would have gotten, but your business did better than his, good. Never apologize for that. If there's you and this other guy and you both want this girl and you're more attractive and you've been working on yourself longer and she's attracted to you, good. Don't apologize for that. This is like somewhat dark shit that we're not allowed to talk about because everyone's got like very protected feelings. We're not supposed to talk about the dark laws of human nature. Another big part, if not the biggest part of all of the masculine energy inside of you that you should not apologize for is your priority on your mission, your work and your purpose. You probably heard a lot of these male creators, these red pillars and these like books on masculinity talk about purpose. And it's a very like vague thing. I think the majority of people who talk about purpose don't even understand it because, because of the way they talk about it. Like, oh, be on your purpose, guys. The way that they talk about it, I'm just thinking like, maybe it's like English and like um, slang grammar differences. But I'm just saying like, no, that doesn't even make sense. A lot of people say, oh, you know, focus on your purpose, be on your purpose. Purpose, maybe no one's explained it to you. Purpose, think about the actual word, what it means. Purpose, what's the purpose of this? Purpose is the why. It's the because of your mission. So the mission, okay, the big mission in your mind, maybe you'll be on this big mission for a year, for five years, for 10 years, for three months, who knows, okay? Your mission will feel complete at some point. And the big mission for me, for example, is like, okay, grow this YouTube channel, spread this message to the boys. Maybe the big mission for you can be, oh, right now I'm truly just focused on my fitness because I've really let myself go. Okay, so the big mission is focus on my fitness. Let me get fit. Let me get to 10% body fat. Let me get that aesthetic body tape. But the big mission is to help this, this young man. Let me lead him. Let me develop him. The big mission is for me to get this degree, to finish my time in the education system. Let me get this degree. And then the big mission will be to like work the job that I've been working so hard and studying so hard for. That's our mission. It's kind of like a big important goal. It's kind of like the thing that you wake up so fucking like agitated for, so ready for. Come on, that's the thing that we're focusing on. Purpose is the why of the mission. My mission is to spread this message of delaying gratification, becoming stronger, becoming more like Adonis, getting onto holistic self-improvement. That's my mission. The purpose, the why, you know, everyone talks about beyond your purpose. It doesn't make sense. My purpose, this is how you'll know that why it makes sense now. My purpose, the reason why this is my mission, the purpose of this is because I have experienced life as a Jeffrey. I lived that total life of pleasure, of comfort, of instant gratification, and it was a fucking horrible existence. And I don't want other men to be stuck there when I have, like, this is gonna sound arrogant as fuck, but I have the answers in my brain. I have the way out of that down bad modern young man's lifestyle of like, overindulging in porn and social media and video games and junk food. I know the way out. That's why I work fucking relentlessly to like to spread this message. We're posting a video every single day. Sometimes we're posting two videos a day because I want like I need this message to be spread out to as many young men as possible. My why, my purpose is because I've experienced that life and I don't want other men to stay stuck there. That purpose fuels the mission, which is, okay, spread my message, make these YouTube videos, write a book, hop onto like Discord calls and coach people there for free. So what's your big mission? What's like the big thing you're working on right now? And then ask, what's the purpose of this? Why am I doing this? Maybe it's because you need to up your finances. You need to make more money because that would be very, very important as a young man. Maybe it's because you hate how you look. So you need to build that body. So you get some confidence, you get some respect from other men. What is it? There's a mission and then there's a purpose. And these two combined are so, so very powerful. If you don't have either of these, if you don't have a big mission to focus on, and if you don't have like a purpose, a big reason why you are on that mission, 
you will float through the river of life. You'll like fall down the stream of the river of life. You'll be pushed to wherever, like you're just automatically ending up like a fucking dead tree trunk flowing down a river. It's not a good existence whatsoever. And sacrifices have to be made for your mission. This is where it gets tricky. This is where it gets dark. This is where the purpose of this video of not apologizing for being a man really comes in because just, you know, having the mission, having a purpose, that sounds great. Yeah, you know, why would you need to apologize for that? But to feel fulfilled, this is very important, right? To feel fulfilled as a man, my current understanding is that you have to align 100% of your life to your mission and your purpose. That means that the smallest, like the 1% decision that you make that goes against your purpose will make you feel less fulfilled and will make you less successful and will get you less respect from men. This is the phrase that I've read in the book, The Way of the Superior Man. You have to align all of your life to your mission. Every decision you make has to be aligned to your mission. And of course, that's a big ask. That's a very, very big accomplishment if you can do that. When you're first starting off and you know, you're not so great just yet, you're not so much of like a strong accomplished man, maybe aim for like 20% of your life being aligned to your mission maybe aim for 50% of your life. You know, 50% of the decisions you make are made to prioritize your mission and your purpose. It seems the true highlights, you know, the self-actualization point of a man is when he aligns 100% of his life to his mission and to his purpose. And this is where it gets tricky because the modern world doesn't want you to do that. Women don't want you to do that. Women don't really understand. I know that sounds like really offensive and stuff, but in a lot of the books that I've read, one of the things they always say is like, a woman cannot like will struggle to understand your obsession with your purpose and your mission unless she, she's really clued up on masculinity which to be honest like the majority of people aren't right this isn't to be offensive towards women the majority of people don't read books on masculinity or femininity so of course it's like unlikely that you meet a woman who knows what masculine energy is and that you have to align your life to it to feel fulfilled or purposeful but what i'm sugarcoating what i'm like sidestepping around i'll just say it very practically sometimes You'll have relationships in your life, you'll have girlfriends, you'll have serious partners, you'll have friends, you'll have environments, you'll have commitments that no longer serve your mission and your purpose and you need to end them as fast as possible. This is dark and it's, it's unacceptable in the modern day, you know, like to end a relationship that's going really well for you to focus more on your mission. I was questioned, like, I was gonna make a separate video titled The Sacrifices I've Made and perhaps I'll still make that video, but I'll, I'll say it here. I've made a fair amount of sacrifices and I don't say this to, you know, oh, woe is me. I kind of say it just so you can get an idea of it. Sometimes when I say like my own personal experiences, I see a bunch of comments like, oh, look, he's humble bragging. Or like, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm saying this so that you can kind of maybe relate to it or you can kind of see, oh, here's an example of a guy who's, you know, following this advice so that, you know, maybe you can use the, the example in mind for your next decision. But I've had multiple relationships and relationships mean a lot to me. Love with a woman and I've left them. I've broken up with women that I love and, and it's happened like two, no, three times and somewhat even four relationships. Let's say, let's say three, because the, the, the odd one, like the fourth one was a little bit different, but there's been three relationships. So the first one that I, I always speak about, which was that I used to live in like a different city. I lived with my girlfriend. We were together for like two, three years. We lived with each other. We were spending every single day, every minute together, especially during COVID. And I left her so that I could move back home and, and make a business. I won't say, you know, to make this movement because at first, like I didn't realize the scope of this work. So I literally thought, I would leave her so that I could go home. And my mission was my finances. My mission was my income to explode my income so that I could live like a good life and I could go traveling and live in Thailand. So obviously at the time I didn't really know 
that my YouTube videos would pop off and suddenly this would branch outside of YouTube and become like very like serious, valuable work. But I left that woman who, who I truly loved, who I spent every single day with, every moment with for years so that I could just go home and just focus on work. And obviously like 100% whilst living with her, whilst being with her, I really did try to like, you know, do the work then. I tried to do both, but I, I simply couldn't. So I left and that was incredibly heartbreaking. Imagine literally being with a woman in like a loving relationship for three years. Imagine moving in together. You're literally together 24 seven. You're falling asleep in each other's arms every night for hundreds of nights. You brush your teeth at the exact same time together every single night for hundreds of nights. And just having this thing inside of you that says like, you can't fulfill your mission here. You've got goals, you can't do them here. You need to leave. And I didn't act on that decision for nine months. I debated that decision. And as soon as I made it, I felt so much better. But of course I was heartbroken. Then another relationship about a year and one, two months after that one. So like 14 months after that one, I'm dating a woman who I really, really liked. I really fell in love with like very quickly. And I really considered her to be like a very good woman who I could consider like a very serious relationship and literally, you know, talking about like children and everything. And then just the same thought again, this is not good for your purpose. This is not good for your mission. And I remember she was totally heartbroken when I made this decision. You know, again, I weighed it up, I journaled about it, I spoke to my friends. It was at about this point where I realized like, I, I'm the kind of guy who, who gets complacent in a relationship, which is to no fault of the woman at all. It's like, you know, I've got to take full responsibility. Maybe you can relate to this. Like I, I tend to get into a relationship with a woman and then I get a little bit lazier. I eat more junk food than I really want to. I take more days off my work than I really want to. You know, just because it's like, oh yeah, well, well, we're gonna go do this fun thing and we're gonna go on this. And I, I do like have this thing of like, well, yeah, you know, if I'm with someone, I'm gonna like treat them nice and everything. And I make a very good amount of money from the work that I do. So not the girl that I was just speaking about, but the most recent girl. So the third sort of relationship that I've ended again, if you've got me on Instagram, maybe you, you'll know who I'm talking about now because it was like just before I came to Thailand. But I had like, again, like a, a very, very loving relationship. Me and her went to Greece together. So I flew her out to Greece, to Santorini for her birthday, which is like really romantic. And it's like, at first, you know, we were just a bit more casual before that, but then we ended up falling in love. We're like very serious. We're talking about long-term stuff and everything. And my mission was to come to Thailand for a long time. And so I ended things there and just seeing her face, like, so the, the most recent woman, seeing it like so totally like just pink, like red, like with so much like heartbreak. And yeah, I'm saying this now, just so you can kind of get an idea of, of the decisions you may need to make to prioritize your purpose and your mission. And the reason why this, you know, ending these relationships is so significant for me. If you know me on a bit more of a personal level, if you've kind of got me on Instagram or if you've had conversations with me on Discord or something, you know that like, I'm a man who very, very much values love and relationships. And it's like, it's the thing in my mind. You know, you, you generally have like things that your, your mind kind of obsesses about naturally. For me, it's always been about women. It's always been about relationships. It's always been about like love and intimacy. Just like a few days ago, I had this random thought. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I know how, what my brain is like. I know how much I value this stuff. I've ended three relationships to push forward my mission. You know, there's a sense of sadness with it and a sense of like heartbreak, but also a, such a sense of, of pride and gratitude and accomplishments because I don't look back with any regret whatsoever. I'm, I miss them dearly. I really do, but 
I feel so fulfilled. Like I can't explain to you how masculine and like fulfilled and successful and respected I feel at this moment in my life. And I've made these hard decisions. Sam's just woken up, but. <laughs> Big man. I'm nah, I'm talking about the sacrifices I've made as like for my mission and my purpose. And I just spoke about the relationships that I've ended. Uh, Trying to talk about how how addicted I am to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Sam's coming. He's gonna come join me in the video quick. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because everyone questioned me. Every single, like I've got close friends and like Sam was the main one, Sam and Chris. Um, apart from them too, bro, when I made these decisions, everyone, especially like the boys, my boys who watch me. And imagine having thousands of people question your decision and saying like, wait, why did you leave her? She was, what happened? What happened with her? She was so nice. And like, you know, you put her on your videos. We all liked her and stuff and like, Imagine almost like trying to break up with a girl and she almost like fights for you and doesn't let you and constantly messaging you say it. Do you know what I mean? It was a very hard decision, man. Multiple times. Sammy boy. What's going on? What's going on? What have you done to me? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, <look. laughs> So just, this is the, the video we're talking about, which is never apologize for being a man. And I'm just talking about this one here, which is the masculine energy inside of you will make you prioritize your purpose, your mission, your work. Sometimes you're going to have to make sacrifices for that. And so the sacrifices that like a significant one in my mind is the women that I've dated and how hard of a decision that's been for me. And I think, you know, better than every other person in the world of like the ins and outs of my dating life. Yeah. What's that like? I think like every time you've gotten into a relationship, it's been like really good and like very euphoric for like a month or two. But the pattern I've noticed, I've seen you go through what like three relationships now. Mm, the yeah. pattern I've noticed is like after two months, um, you start to feel resentful for being in the relationship because it feels like it's actually um, holding you back from your work and your purpose. And it's not even usually the, the girl's fault mm. either. Yeah, it's, um, that's very true. It's me. Yeah, it's, it's literally you. <laughs> you can't, can't have shit in Detroit. <laughs> um, that, that's happened every single time. Um, and we just have Discord calls about it. Well, we used to anyway, like now we're here in real life, we'll talk about it now, but like a main theme of our Discord calls would absolutely be... Um, <laughs> My dating problems. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like we've, we've been talking about like Hamza and girls for like a year and a half, two years now. It's literally like I've, I've, we make jokes like if Hamza didn't have like an issue with girls, then like world hunger would be solved <laughs> by now. Usually what happens is that I meet a really nice girl and we really get along and we really connect well and we end up getting like closer and closer and it's so hype, like it's euphoric as Sam said, you know, I'm, I'm on the call with him telling him, yeah, it's so sick, we just went on this adventure, we did this, it's so good. And then maybe about a month, two months in, I just kind of, I get complacent and 
like you said it's it's not the girl's fault at all it's totally mine but even when i don't really get complacent it's just my brain kind of knows that i'm operating at like less effectiveness and efficiency for my mission and my purpose from that point i kind of know like the death of the relationship is imminent we kind of know it and we just start debating it yeah it's it's at that point it's literally like sort of a process and just talking through like <laughs> just convincing Kamsa that she ain't shit <laughs> no it's not even that but it's, it's more just like acceptance and sort of it's the same it's the same sort of conversation every time really mm. do you want to talk about the male advantage thing as well yeah and that's a that's a big part of it is yeah. so that YouTuber who I watch first man he has this concept which is called the male advantage which is similar to like the red pill smv peak that men get in their late 30s the tldr like the in short summary of it is that as long as you keep improving as long as you're working on the right things as a man you will get more attractive more successful just better in general as you get older up until around like age 35 to 40 or something and so there's always been this underlying truth in my mind of when i get into relationships that as time goes on i will be a better man and every six months i attract a better woman which is very like that it's a very like cold-hearted truth but like a lot of men know this deep down a lot of men especially if you're on like holistic self-improvements you're becoming successful you're building the body you're getting like you're, you're hitting life from all areas you know that's the truth you know that every six months you're so significantly improved that now the women that you're attracting are better than they were six months ago and it's a heartless way to talk about relationships and love and women but we kind of fundamentally know that that's the truth that okay if you develop yourself you're going to attract better women every six months three months nine months and so when do you choose to stick at where you're at when do you choose to kind of like cash out and say like oh yeah well this is good enough i guess i can stay here because i've said that and had like an amazing time and then two months later three months later this is fucking horrible to say but like our sort of <sighs> life for me goes like this and I know I sound like arrogant prick and everything, but it's like, there there aren't many people who can compete with my growth. Every six months is like significantly different for me. Whereas even for the women I've been with who are productive and you know, on their own grind, theirs is more like a steady like this. So we start here at the same level and it goes like this. And it's heartless as fuck. And I've said this before and a lot of people like criticize me and say like, you know, that's insulting. And like, it's not to, insult anyone i'm talking about women that i have like i literally love so i can't you know i'm not insulting them, i'm not disrespecting them i'm just more so hyping up my own level of like very very fast growth and so i end up getting into a relationship and seeing a little bit of distraction away from my purpose my mission my focus that's when these thoughts of like the male advantage come in because that that usually is the deciding factor isn't it when i'm like i'm not feeling amazing in this relationship like you know i really love her and everything she loves me i've kind of like spoke about kids i've promised the children and shit and then when you know there is the thought wait like try and this that thought of the male advantage of like yeah but like every six months like i keep getting better i feel like you've made it impossible for yourself to actually enjoy a relationship because of like this idea in your head and also like um just how like addicted to success and your purpose you are yeah. so like every time you do get in a relationship even though you crave it and it's like it very much so fulfills you in a sense after you know the initial period of time and you realize you look back and you're like oh, i am 
you know, I just I just spent a day eating cake instead of uh, I don't know, fucking reading books and shit. Like you you can't help but feel a level of resentment towards the relationship itself and so it's literally just like self-fulfilling prophecy at that point where it's like it's inevitably like doomed to fail unless unless she's like reading books with you but it's like it's not gonna happen is it mm. and that's what i end up like looking out for recently isn't it like i'm looking for girls who are on like self-improvements who are doing bits and everything and um the last girl that i dated is the first time i felt like i I met a woman who's somewhat like on my match who has like a very very positive growth trajectory and that's very exciting for me but um it, it's heartless and i don't know if the message is truly coming across i know for a fact there's going to be a lot of like not masculine people watching this offended at what we're saying because love's the most important thing but the truth is to a man who wants to claim more of his masculinity mission and purpose is and work is the most important thing and you need to do what fuels them the most i've ended loving relationships three loving relationships for this i'm very very glad that i've done so very glad it's extremely painful i'm on the call with sam for two three hours two three times a week debating the decision and you know we're getting fed up i'm journaling i'm like literally waking up at 2 a.m you know like sometimes when you're going through heartbreak you fucking wake up at random times and you can't sleep and you miss that person so much i'm going through that shit and when i look back at those times i'm like i'm so glad the younger version of me went through that because i'm utterly and just so happy with where i am which... yeah i always i always say it to you but i'm fucking you know I, I, the amount of strength that would take to do that i don't know if i could do that yeah so when you I said that the other day that really meant a lot to me because i hadn't ever acknowledged that i this was like an accomplishment for me i just kind of you know right. i left the situation feeling sad like I've, I've broke this woman's heart she's messaging me i've got to block her and everything and like i feel like shit like i miss her so much but like i know that it can't continue long term and bro like fucking 99.5 percent of men would have you know yeah, stayed yeah, of course they were stayed at you know one and a half years ago yeah of course they were there yeah that's the thing and like uh, the way of the superior man covers this and it says that you will find a woman who really fits in your life right now and that eventually you will find that she doesn't fit and no longer serves your purpose and at that point you may need to end things with her it's somewhat of a short paragraph so he doesn't explain further than that but personally this is you know maybe there's other things in terms of masculine energy and prioritizing work but this was like the biggest thing for me the biggest learning lesson was knowing that you absolutely need the relationships <laughs> oh, <I'm> so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely need the relationships in your life that serve your purpose that really help your mission if you don't have those you need to find them or you need to you know, develop yourself to attract them and if you do have them then cultivate them and if you do have a relationship which doesn't serve your mission just like before i said okay 100 percent of your life needs to be aligned to your mission and purpose for you to feel truly self-actualized 100 percent of the decisions you make need to be aligned to your purpose and your mission for you to feel truly fulfilled i think this is the, the hardest at least for my experience so far the hardest part about developing more masculine energies is choosing your relationships and ending relationships based on what serves your work and your purpose the most having said that and feeling negative about hurting like the women that i've been in relationships with it's still the right thing to do and it's something to not like the title of this video is never apologize for being a man know that deep down even though this hurts know that this is the right step forward 
hope that helps you. You can subscribe to our channel if you want to. Welcome to the cult. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.